Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. Crazy Radio. I'm your host, Alexi Wasser, uh, and in case you care or are interested in any way, shape, or form, the intro song that you just heard is called Ecstasy by JJ from their album called JJ Number no. 2. Now, you guys, thank you for tuning in. Let me just explain to you what the hell Boy Crazy Radio is. In case you just stumbled on this thing and you're like, what the fuck is this? I got to get out of here. Wait, no, don't go anywhere. Stay where you are. You are not going to regret this. I swear to God. I know you think you will, but you totally will not. Wait, no, 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 don't go. Here's what it is. Boy Crazy Radio, which is what you are listening to right now, is my blog, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com, come to life in radio slash podcast form, giving you and me a chance to have a conversation with, with one another. You know, it's just, you know, we're cutting out the middleman. We're cutting out the computer. Well, actually, there's still a computer involved. But we're cutting out some middleman, all right? And it gives us an opportunity to have a conversation and bro out over the phone, person to person. Think of Boy Crazy Radio as the more emo love line, okay? That's what it is. That is how I'm going to frame it. So picture it as the more emotional, female-driven, big sister-esque love line, except it's a podcast, except I'm still going to call it a radio show because it makes me feel cooler. Anyway, so if you have a problem, if you need advice, if you need any kind of advice about love, sex, relationships, your life's journey, whatever, call me. 
Let's, I'm fucking this up. All right. Let me just sound like I actually mean what I'm saying. If you have any questions about sex, relationships, love, your life's journey, whatever, call me, okay? Unlike all your other friends who think you're useless and are sick of hearing all of it because their ears are bleeding, I want to hear all about it, okay? That's what I'm here for. So just dial area code 646-378-0649 or call me toll-free at area code 877-569-3588. You guys, are you sad, sick, lonely, way socially awkward like me? Not really. Okay, anyway, are you way socially awkward? Do you need help with your confidence, heartache, and or social skills? Are you a teen, tween, 20-something, or full-on adult? Are you anorexic, single, overweight, or hysterically crying right now? Or just in dire need of a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Then call me. The phone number, once again, is 646-378-0649. Don't be a fucking pussy. If you want to call and say anything, if you have any question about anything, if you just don't want to be alone, if you're suicidal, if, you're just, if you just have a question that you think is stupid that you would just want to clear up, if you just want to say hi, if you just have a, a thought about something I should do to improve upon my website, if you have any ideas, if you need some kind of something, dial 646-378-0649. There are no rules, okay? Just fucking call. Or you can call me toll-free at area code 877-569-3588. Oh, you guys, you guys. Well, I, I want to thank Josh Tillman uh, for for guest uh, for being my guest last week. He's great. He's the drummer of a band called Fleet Foxes, but he's so much more than that. He's also his own solo artist. But anyway, that was really fun. It was kind of scary and difficult for me to have a co-host or a guest. Plus, he wasn't even in the room with me. He, he dialed in uh, or I called out to him. Anyway, so I just thought before I have another guest, I had to get back on track and, and host the show by myself. Uh, but next week I might have another special guest, uh, a cute boy, another band boy. But that's neither here nor there. That's next week. This is now. Let's live in the now together. Um, a lot of stuff happened. I never got to tell you. So last week uh, I had a complete emotional spiral. I had a meltdown. It was crazy. Uh, normally I don't let people talking shit about me affect me. And a lot of people talk shit about me because, you know, I expect it. I put myself out there. I have a website called I'mBoyCrazy.com where I make fucking videos of myself and, you know, say a lot of intense things and, you know, they're sometimes jokes or real or whatever. I write a lot of stuff. I put myself out there, so I should expect people to react. And when people react, it can be brutal and mean. So I should expect it. So I do, and I usually don't get really sensitive about it. I usually just ignore it or I think, you know, whatever, anybody commenting, I don't give a fuck. As long as it's a comment, that's fine with me because me personally, I don't read blogs. I really don't. So it's weird that I, I guess I'm, a, it's weird that I'm a blogger. But the weird thing is that for me, I don't read blogs. Maybe I read Perez Hilton every once in a while. And by every once in a while, I mean four times a day. Anyway, my point is if I don't like something, I would never think to like read a blog, not like something or or watch something or or anything. I would never see something I don't like and then think to respond, like take the time out of my life to respond and write a whole crazy, gnarly, brutal, horrible um, response letter to it. For me, I would just be like, ooh, that's not for me. I'm out of here. And then like turn my attention elsewhere. But uh, anyway, 
Last week, I found out that somebody I know that is really nice to my face was talking shit about me behind my back. So at first, I was like, well, you know, that's fine, because uh, at my core, I know who I am, and I'm totally, uh, I'm fine. So it doesn't matter what they say about me, because I know who I am, and they can't affect me. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I was, like, in a ball crying. Like, I just couldn't. Anyway, because I'm human, and this is what happens, so uh, life is an ongoing journey, and uh, I'm a work in progress. I'm going to say a few other things that make me want to vomit. What other what other horrible cliches can I, can I spew that make me sick, and probably you too? Um, anyway, sometimes you know how you should respond to something. You know that you shouldn't let yourself get affected, but you're human, and it's hard to be logical, so... I heard somebody was talking shit about me, and what bothered me most was the fact that they were two-faced. And I also didn't like the fact that one of my friends told me, because uh, I'm glad he told me, but, well, that's a whole other thing. But anyway, so the fact that this person was two-faced made me question all of my relationships with all of my friends, made me think, I, I, it made me think I was completely alone, that I have no friends, that I shouldn't let anybody get close to me, because... You can't trust anybody, and they're just going to turn on you anyway. So I, like, deleted friends from Facebook. I, I, I acted like a complete idiot, basically, like too much. I, like, overreacted completely, and I know that. But I, like, de- deleted, like, an ex-boyfriend from Facebook, and I uh, I was, like, all angry and questioning that my best friend is my best friend and that he doesn't actually like me at all and that he has no respect for me and doesn't like what I do and probably talk shit about me behind my back. I just, like, thought all this stuff about everybody except for my mom because I love my mom, and my mom's, you know, my mom's there, so that's good. She's she's great. Um, so I was like, okay, it's just me and my mom. I, I, all, I, all I have is me, and all I have is my mom. That's all I've got in this whole world, so fuck everybody, and I just, you know, I'm going to be alone because I love being alone anyway. I don't give a fuck. So I uh, I saw, like, two movies by myself. I wrote this on my website the other day in one of my posts called Alone at, Alone at Disneyland. Ugh, how embarrassing. What a horrible, what a, anyway, I'm just talking shit about myself right now, but I don't mind I talk shit about myself. But that's probably the most lethal shit talking possible is the, is the shit that I talk to myself. Like, the shit that I say about myself to myself, yeah, is the most detrimental shit talking in my life. Yes, I'm my worst enemy. But anyway, all right, let me get back on track. I think that was very poignant. I think what I just said actually meant something deep, but I'm just going to gloss right over it. Anyway, so what I did was I saw t- I was like, I'm just going to go see two movies alone. So I saw a movie at the Grove, which is a mall in, in Hollywood, like a, an outdoor shopping center um, for all of our international listeners or uh, in other states or whatever. And then I went to uh, – then I went to an- – I left that – movie theater after I saw this movie. I saw, like, the Adjustment Bureau. It was okay. It was it was fine. Um, I left there, and then I drove to another movie theater across town called the Arclight, um, which isn't really across town. It's kind of across town, but don't even worry about it. Don't worry your pretty little head about it. And I saw another movie uh, called Limitless, and I thought, I had no idea what Limitless, Limitless was about. All I knew was it, it was playing at the, right when I you know, it was, it was five minutes uh, away from from playing uh, when I walked into the arc light. So I thought, perfect timing. I'll just jump into that theater. I also knew that it was Bradley Cooper's uh, first movie where he's the leading man carrying the whole film. So I thought, you know what? He's a good-looking guy. Let's find out if he can, if he can carry a movie. So I went and saw the movie. 
I loved the movie. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, you guys. It was like science fiction. I'm not going to get into it too much, but basically it was fucking awesome. I could not believe it. And I didn't even like it because Bradley Cooper is good looking. I didn't even remember what he looked like in the movie. I guess I was too busy with the story was great. His acting was great. I just got into it. Like, you know, I like kind of science fiction movies like Total Recall and whatever. That's all I can think of. That's the only example I can think of right now. So anyway, I saw that movie, loved it, came home. Four o'clock in the morning, I'm like online signing up for various like writing workshops and classes. And then I bought a Lakers ticket, um, a really great seat to a Lakers game last Tuesday. And then the next morning, I fucking drove to Disneyland by myself and was just like, yeah, fuck it, just me. It's me at Disneyland on my own. And it was great because for me, it was like a walking meditation. It was like I was like meditating solo, surrounded by a bunch of people, um, but I didn't have to talk to any of them because they were strangers. So I just kept quiet, kept my mouth shut. People watched. Um, it was like super, yeah, it was great. It was interesting. I have to write part two of that story. I think I'll post that on Friday if anybody gives a fuck. Anyway, so today, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend some time with my family, my grandmother and my mom uh, this Saturday. We went through store shopping. I don't even know why I need to tell you this, but maybe I'm a little emotional and I just want to vent because I didn't really get to vent last week because I was too busy trying to flirt with Josh Tillman, drummer of Fleet Boxes. But he's so much more than that. Anyway, um... But then I realized to get out of my weird mood, now I'm back on track. How I got out of my weird mood, well, well, first I called my therapist and left a hysterical message because I felt borderline suicidal. Not really. I didn't really feel suicidal. I just felt, you know when you feel really, really dark, you're like kind of suicidal, but you know you're not going to kill yourself. You're just like, but you're that dark. Um, So I called my therapist to let him know how low my mood was. But I eventually climbed out of the deep, dark vortex that I built for myself by uh, realizing, Alexi, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your friends are talking shit behind your back. It doesn't matter if people are saying really nice things to your face or behind your back if they're saying nice things or bad stuff behind your back because it doesn't matter. If people don't like me, it doesn't matter. You could be listening right now and think I'm the most annoying person in the world and then write me a hate letter about how how much you can't stand me and all this shit. It doesn't matter because that's fine. I mean, I would never do that because uh, I'm I'm great. But anyway, that's not, I'm just joking. Um, but I'm not. Anyway, I would never do that. But the thing is, if I want to do a fucking podcast, I'm completely venting. This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, I, I'm almost gonna get to the phone calls. I swear. If I want to do a fucking podcast and I want to write a blog, and I want to do whatever I want to do, and I and I put myself out there because it feels good and and it's just what I feel compelled to do then that's just what I'm going to do. And if people don't like me, it's fine because there's nothing I can do about that. It's none of my business what they think of me. There's nothing else I can do because what am I supposed to do, change my behavior to please people that I don't know? It'll never work. So all I can do is what I love doing and be exactly who I am and if and be a loudmouth person who talks too much or a lot uh, and whatever. And even if people really do like what I do and they're really nice about it and they send me nice emails, even that shouldn't didn't mean that much to me. I mean, it's nice, but it shouldn't make me have a swelled head or, or like, it shouldn't affect me either. Like, the good stuff shouldn't affect me and the bad stuff shouldn't affect me because if I let the really good stuff affect me, then I'll let the really bad stuff affect me. I just have to stay really grounded on my own, you know, and be thankful for the nice stuff and just, you know, push aside the bad stuff and just keep walking forward because none of it really matters. Like, I just shouldn't be shaken so easily. So anyway, 
so that was really dark. I was really dark last week. So I did all this shit and I rearranged my thoughts and I got back on track and and by the time I actually saw my therapist, I was already good. Um, but I'm glad I called him and let him know how dark I got. Anyway, I'm losing callers. My speaking is making people hang up. So don't worry, phone lines are free. Call in. Please say hello. Say anything. Um, all right. On a lighter note, what did I want to tell you? Oh, today I was eye fucking a guy at Starbucks. I, I got a coffee and uh I just wanted and I walked out and he didn't say anything, I didn't say anything, it was fine. But there was like a the sexual tension was palpable. Unless I stepped in toilet paper and he was just staring at me because I was a fucking bonehead. But maybe he was staring at me because I was a bonehead for whatever reason. But the point is, I just want to remind people, um, if you eye fuck a guy or some guy's looking at you, I'm old-fashioned. I feel like the guy should approach the girl. But what if you never see this person again? I just want to make sure that anybody, girl or boy, if you have an intense, silent moment uh, some kind of eye contact connection or eye fuck session ensues when you're out and about living your life in the world. You have to go after that person. So, boy, make sure, like, boys, boys, make sure you go after the girl and say something, okay? Make a connection. I mean, I know that's what Craigslist misconnections is for, but not everybody checks that. You have to fucking live in the moment and make it happen and just say hello or tell the person you think they're cute or say something. Do something. Don't let it just slip through your fingers because... You know, who knows? Anyway, I'm just saying. Take some active active initiative in your life. Um, there you go. I'll get back to other stuff I did. Oh, I'll tell you about how I finally met my ex-fiance's new fiance and their new baby. That was awkward. My my new goal lately is to do as many uncomfortable things, like walk through as many things as possible, or just like do zany stuff. Like I'm going to go uh, indoor. This is probably ridiculous. I'm going to go indoor skydiving just to work myself up to skydiving or I might never go real skydiving but I'm going to do indoor skydiving like next weekend and like go go go-kart racing or whatever but you know Disneyland on my own went to a Laker game uh you know I see movies alone by myself all the time I go eat lunch by myself I also have friends but I'm just saying like I was just I just do alone things in general but uh my point was, oh, yeah, so I just wanted to do something that makes me feel brave every day. So the other day, the thing that made me feel brave was meeting my ex-boyfriend's new baby and new baby, baby mama. So that was interesting, and it was great. It's perfect. We were toxic for one another, me and the guy. We weren't right. It was an intense, you know how, like, when you fall in love with somebody and it's, like, a dangerous, you're dangerously in love? Well, we were dangerously in love. So it felt really passionate and exciting, but we would, like, when we were in love, it was so amazing, but when we fought, it was, like, so intense, and it was, you know, just as, you know, it was just insane. So now he has a baby with this new girl. It's so crazy. Like, he's in his 20s with a baby, and uh, she's great. The baby's adorable. The baby loved me. I brought a ton of gifts. I brought, you know, I, I just went baby crazy. Um, yeah. Listen. I'll talk more about more ridiculous stuff that I did. Oh, like, I, I went to somebody who channeled a spirit. And I asked about my future. I talked to this, like, I don't, they weren't a psychic, but they, they channel spirits and ghosts. Listen, I'm not sure how I feel about it either, but I chose to believe in it at the moment. So I, that was another exciting experience. So that's the lesson of the day. Not that I ever usually have lessons on Boy Crazy Radio. Each each uh, episode is different. Last week was uh, was more more of a fun free-for-all. This one is more deep in me just venting. But you know what? These podcasts are kind of like time capsules of my life, so 
just had to talk a little bit about me for about 20 minutes. Sorry. I am not sorry. All right. Anyway, I'm going to go to the phone calls because that is what all this bullshit is about. And we will also talk about Coachella because you guys have to tell me if I should go to Coachella or not. I don't know what to do. Should I go? I didn't buy a ticket. I'm sure I could figure out how to get in. I'm invited to parties. I could go to parties, but I don't know if I just want to fucking drive to Palm Springs and go to parties. That seems ridiculous. We'll figure it out. But I do need boy crazy correspondence. So if if I do go, if, if I don't go, either way, I need you guys to go and do stuff and video interview people or do videos of yourself. And you need to, like, interview cute boys on the street or at Coachella or wherever you go on behalf of I'mBoyCrazy.com, and then I'll post your video. All right? I need my little correspondence running all around town collecting cute boys and thoughts and stories and stuff. Anyway, I'm taking the first call. Thank you for listening. Area code 571. Hi. Hello. Who's this? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Well, I'm 18. I live in Virginia, near D.C., and um, I drafted this to make it go smoother. <laughs> if that's Wait, what did it's you, okay. Wait, what did I you say I you drafted Yeah, I drafted it so it would go, like, because there's some people on the line that just kind of stumble and don't want to make it to their point, so I tried to draft it. Oh, you are so but, great. I really appreciate that. What's your name? My name's Fallon. What is it? Fallon. Fallon. Okay. What is your problem, Fallon? Okay, well... Um, my mom is an alcoholic, and um, she's currently in AA. But this is her first, and this, and she. I'm sorry, I'm like nervous, but I left. She left for a trip today, and it's like her first time away from me after AA. And um, I'm going to college this fall, and I just never like I'm like shaky. I've been shaky all day, and it's like her first time going to see where her mom like passed away, and that's what started the whole like, downward spiral, like, just, like, threatening suicide every night. Like, it was just, like, awful. And then this is our first time away, so I don't – and then, I mean, I have great friends, but it's, like, this, this shit with my mom is just, like, painful and serious to me. So I, I'm just – the routine of me checking the cars there every night and taking away her bottles and her hand after she goes to sleep, it's just – it's kind of, I can't do it when she's away, so I don't know. I just, well, just very nervous. Say, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm. First of all, thank you for calling and being brave enough to tell me what's going on in your life. But, um, so your mom is in alcohol, is in, is in AA now, and how long does she have sober, or is she not sober anymore? Well, I mean, she got her 90-day chip. Um, she went to... She had a really bad, like, you know, they have, like, usually alcoholics have, like, just their, like, dropping point where, or their lowest point where they end up going to AA, and she had that 90 days ago. So that was her first meeting. And then, um, I think, like, she went on her 90-day anniversary, which I just didn't think was a good idea. But I don't know. I don't really think she's been sober this whole time. But it's wait, definitely okay, so a lot she, better. She, wait, say that again? It's definitely a lot better, but I don't think she's completely sober. Okay, but you said she left. So is she? So she's. I'm a little bit confused. Did she go out? She left AA, or did she go out of town and leave you home alone? Oh, I'm like, sorry. She. <laughs> no, she okay. left. She left on a trip to go see her family. 
Okay, so she left so. the trip to go see her family, but what is your, like, what are you asking me? I'm just a little confused. Well, I just, I'm just, like, completely, like, I drove away from the gas station today with a pump still in my car. Like, I'm just, like, completely out of sorts, and I'm extremely, and every time she doesn't pick, I've called her, like, 15 times today. Every time she doesn't pick up her phone, I literally cannot breathe. I think the worst has happened, because, I mean, it's been, it hasn't been that long since it was just, like, suicide threats every night, so it's just, it's kind of, it's just really new to me not to have her in my sight at all times when I'm home. So Okay, listen to me, listen to me. First of all, your mom, I know you're you're eighteen years old and your mom is such a big part of your life and I'm what I'm gonna say might sound insensitive, but your mom is not your responsibility. In a way I, I know that she has been and, and, and she's it's you know, you care about her and you worry about her. But this is not normal, this like situation that you're in. Let me give you can you start going to Al Anon meetings? Have you heard of Al Anon? Yeah, my, I have like a bunch of yeah. I've been to I've been before. But You've been to Al Anon. I've, I've actually been going for like yeah. I've been going for like a year because this is I went. It was really helpful when she wasn't when she's in like the denial the denial stage I guess. But I haven't been in a while. But yeah, no, that's definitely good. I didn't think it was going to be this bad when she left. I would have. I. So you don't know when she's coming back. No, I do. It's not. She's not like running away or anything. That's why I feel like I'm sounding crazy but um but yeah no I just I should keep get back in the swing of it just yeah here's what I'm gonna say yeah hold on okay I get what's going on um don't just you can call your mom once a day if you want that's great I I get it I mean I'm not again I'm like I'm not a doctor Drew here I'm not an expert I'm just like trying to serve as people like I'm trying to be here so I can listen to people and be like the big sister that they don't have. My suggestion would be, as your big sister slash new best friend, um, would be really start going to Al-Anon every single day. Like now is when you need to use that. Like now is you're yeah. feeling it. You're out of sorts. You're 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 all discombobulated. You're worried about your mom. It's out of your control. Like you, she can't get better unless she wants to, and she's not even in town right now. And I know what it's like, to, just from my personal experience, not to bring it back to me, but that's what I base a lot of no, my advice good. on. It's an experience that I've got, has gone through. But, I, you know, I've, I'm, I've, I've tried to call my father and when, when like, or whatever, a, a parent. I've tried to call a parent, and when you know they're ignoring your call, and it's just infuriating. You just feel like you know. Anyway, I can just imagine how you, that you can, is she pressing ignore? That you might, is she, can you tell she's well, pressing ignore? not answering i think she's just not with her phone and then when she does she's like oh sorry I just didn't, and then i just had like okay. a heart attack for no reason listen you need to breathe i wish you could be is there any way you could be in therapy if you listen first off get back into al-anon that's my advice like that's that is the advice that i have for you please like now is the time will you promise me that you'll start going to al-anon every single day yes like you you need to you need to i mean that is that's the best tool i mean that is what it's for so, no, it was. It was when it was bad. But I just never expected, like, this trip to make me so ridiculously paranoid. Well, this is but, another This is, this is another uh, part of the, the whole recovery process. So now is when you need to use, like, it's just, it's different. It's just as, I don't know, Al-Anon. Just go to Al-Anon. No, thank you. You're welcome. So sorry. I do feel I'm, calmer talking. <laughs> Well, yeah, and and the sad thing is, it's like remember, you're the child; it's your mom. And yeah, and I mean, I know, but it's been a long time that it hasn't really been like that. So 
I know, but you're, I know, but and your reaction is, oh, yeah, you seem like kind of numb to it, like you know that you're in a bad situation, but you just want to brush it off, like, and, and act like, but just for a second, like, take in the fact that this isn't normal, and you don't deserve this, and this isn't a healthy childhood. Like, I know you're 18, but you're still like a baby, you know what I mean? Like, you're a kid, you're, it's not fair that you have to go through this, and it sucks, and your mom shouldn't be your responsibility, and... And that's why maybe just take a breath. And I, I think, I don't know if you write or anything, but maybe you could write in a journal or something. Just write write a letter to your mom right now about all the about how you feel and about, like, how upset you are and how scared she makes you and how angry and just every thought you have about your mom. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I think yeah. writing, like, the longest letter you've ever written in your whole life. Like, fill an, fill an entire journal or two about how you feel. And where's your dad, by the way? Um, I mean, he's here, but it's just, it's never been really, he's never been really here. It's, you know, it's just a cliche story of just the mom who drinks in the basement and then the the dad who just keeps a blind eye to it. But, I mean, that's usually how it is around here. But is it, Well, that's not, I don't know, I don't want to call it the cliche story, this is your story. Well, no, I know, I just feel silly, but... Don't and and yeah and can't you can't you um have you ever thought of I mean I don't I know this might be difficult I don't know if you have medical insurance or what but well if you have the money to afford this but would it be too much for your dad and you to go to therapy together or at least like is that too crazy? I well when I I had this is like getting way too into it but I had this this thing that happened to me with a football player at my school and police had to be involved. It was like a sexual assault thing. And um, we, and that they, the school actually made me go to therapy. And so I've been going for that ever since. And it hasn't really been about my family. It's just been about like, you know, like womanly issues, like not womanly, but I'm. Like, I know. Kind well, of, well, listen to me though, but everything is, is woven in together, everything's tied together. It's like hey, your womanly stuff, but at the same time, okay, so you're a woman who is sexually assaulted by somebody at your school or whatever it is. Uh, I'm really sorry about that too. I don't even know. I'm like glossing oh, over no. I'm, like, okay. I'm like, so that happened. That's cool. No, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean, I mean to like break it up or anything. I was just <laughs> No, no, no. No, I'm just saying that if you're in therapy for that, I say use that as a tool also to, you know, Talk about your mom. It's all hand tied in together. Like it's everything that you're feeling. You know, talk about everything you're feeling in therapy. Maybe it's scary and it's hard to be brave and stuff. But if you know, you're supposed to talk about everything you're going through. And from what I've experienced, you are allowed to bring. I mean, if you ask your therapist if you can bring your father in, I mean, that's normally allowed. I mean, that's okay. You know, it's your time. If you get an hour of therapy and you want to bring your father in to talk, that should be okay. And 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 I think if you could get your dad to do that, I mean, that's kind of scary, but I don't know if you want to work your way up to that. That would be a good thing to do. Yeah, that would be a goal to work up to. But, yeah, no, it's, it, these are all good. These are good things. I'm so sorry. But, if you go, please go to Al-Anon and, and call me next week and let me know you go to Al-Anon and, and tell me you wrote a long journal entry or letter to your mom, okay? Okay, thank you very much. Also, you know what? You can read if you're brave enough, and I hope you are. You can you can write that letter to your mom, and you can read it to your therapist, and then you guys can go over everything you're feeling and start working on 
on everything that's going on inside your brain and your heart and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it would be it'd be good. But oh, Yeah. No, thank you. I'm so I'm sorry, I don't wanna sound like this this not hey, like don't on a bridge anything. <laughs> don't you ever be sorry. This is what this is for. I'm glad we got to talk and, and like I it sucks when parents are like the children and it sucks when, when you're born into something where like your parents are kind of toxic and, and it sucks because I just can totally relate because uh, I have alcoholism in my family and I, I don't get along with my father at all. And so mm-hmm. it just sucks, you know, so like write your letter to your mom, go to Al-Anon, try to talk to your dad, try to bring him into therapy, talk about everything with your therapist. Really, I hope you have a great therapist. And also, don't let your parents being annoying and fucked up uh, hold you back. Write a long list of everything you want to get accomplished in your life. And if you want to go move to, I don't know if you want to move out of Virginia or or do a lot of stuff, but, like, dream super big because you're 18 and you're legal and you can get the fuck away from your parents so they don't hold you back and you can just fucking make make a new family, make a lot of friends who are awesome and amazing and let your parents take care of themselves because they're not your responsibility. I, I know that's hard. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. what that's what I'm working on. But let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Fallon, you're great, and I'll talk to you later. Call me whenever you need to. No problem. Okay, bye bye. Bye, Fallon. All right, I'm gonna take another phone call. Started out deep, and I like that. That was great. Oh my god, I could cry. All right. Did any of that sound genuine? Because I actually meant it. Anyway. Oh. All right, I'm taking another phone call. Area code 704. Yes. Hello? Yes, who is this? Oh, my gosh, this is so awesome. Um, This is Jeanette. Jeanette, what's going on? How old are you? I'm 24. I called in before, and, like, I'm just having issues, basically. Wait, where are you calling from? Um, I'm calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. All right, what are your issues? Tell me. Tell me what's up. All right, well, pretty much um, I'm here in the United States by myself. There's no family. I've been here for like five years now. I I chased basically a dude, you know. I moved here to be with someone. Um, I'm from Holland, and, you know, it didn't work out, so I'm kind of like trying to make the best of it here. Um, I've been single for a few months, and... I don't know, just I'm not used to being single at all. And I don't know, just there's, there's like, basically, as soon as a guy gives me attention, I, like, throw myself at them. Okay. And every time, for some reason, like, you know, for some reason, they just kind of, like, ditch me. So it's like, am I, like, doing something wrong or, like, what's wrong with me? Okay, let's get you grounded first off in yourself so you know who you are so you won't, like, give so much to yourself and put these people on a pedestal and give them all the power and then lose yourself. Okay, um, first of all, do you like being in Charlotte, North Carolina? Um, You know what? No, but it's getting better, I guess. Okay, where do you want to be? I want to be um, in, like, the West Coast area okay so figure out where that is where okay do you have any money saved up some like can you buy a plane ticket and go rent an apartment someplace in the west coast 
Probably. Okay. I have a Here's job. Here. I have a job here though that I wouldn't mm-hmm. like just give up. Wait, but you don't like Charlotte, North Carolina, but you're going to stay in Charlotte, North Carolina because you have a job? Yeah, pretty much. Are you joking? No, because I know jobs are sort of hard to come by these days, and just the thought of having to apply for jobs freaks me out, basically. Okay, listen to me. Wait, is it Janae or Jeanette? I'm sorry, what? How, How do you pronounce your name again? Jeanette. Jeanette, okay, I thought it was, okay, just making sure. Because um, I, I almost said Janae, because I wrote it down, and I didn't want to pronounce it wrong. Okay, here's what I, you need to, like, just fucking get out of Charlotte, North Carolina. You will find the job wherever it is you want to live. Like, things work themselves out. Like, I swear to God, like, you're you're only staying there out of fear that you won't get another job somewhere else. Like, you will. It's inevitable. There's, there are jobs. I know we're going through a hard time. There's a recession, this and that. You will find a job, I swear to God. And also, you can start looking for a job on the West Coast while you're in Charlotte, North Carolina. You can start making phone calls and getting online and hustling like that. And I'm just saying, there, there are two factors, there are two components to this, to this phone call and things that I want to tell you. First of all, you have to figure out what you want in life, what you want in a guy, and, like, you've got to make that clear to yourself. Because just because a guy puts his attention on you, you might not even like the guys. Here's what when when a, when when a guy puts his attention on, on you, take a breath and look at him and think, do I even like this guy? And just hold back and just like, do you know what I mean? I mean yes, and like it, it's not that I like don't know, but I just don't understand when like I, I get into one guy like a lot and like. This one particular guy, like the last one, he, he like he live. He's actually he's my neighbor. He lives one floor below me, and I met him on St. Patty's Day, and you know okay. everything was cool. We were hanging out. Well, okay, you know I gave it up probably like this. I guess the first night we hung out. Okay. Then listen to me. Then don't have sex with guys so quickly. Go on a few dates. Treat your vagina like it's Natalie Portman's vagina, okay? I keep, I've been trying to say this lately. Do you think Natalie Portman just fucked any guy who gave her attention? No, because a lot of guys probably gave her attention. And she was picky and choosy with who she let put their privates inside her privates. So have a little self-control. Act like you're the prize. They should be so lucky to get their privates in your vagina, don't have sex with you right away. And also, sleeping with your neighbor, I mean, I've done that, it sucks because then it goes to shit and then you fucking live right next door to them and it's so awkward and uncomfortable. And uncomfortable. And there's a phrase for that. It's called don't shit where you eat because it's just completely uncomfortable. Another thing is, okay, so do you have daddy issues? Like, were you ever molested? I'm sorry, what was that? Were you? Do you have, like, daddy issues or were you ever sexually abused when you were a kid? Um, daddy issues. Um, I've never had a real dad. Dad, like, I I have a dad, but he wasn't really there for me to, like, take care of me. He's been in jail most of the time and just, you know, screwing around pretty much. Okay, so listen to me. If just anybody else listening to this and me, since I don't know you and I'm, I'm looking at your life, uh, from an outsider's perspective, put these two things together. 
a thesis is like classic textbook. I'm not even like a doctor or a therapist, but I'm, I'm just being your best girlfriend right now. Um, you had a, a dad who wasn't around, who was in jail, so you had a non-existent dad that wasn't didn't play a major part in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And then now you meet guys and you hook up with them too fast or you you go for them 100% and then they run away from you, right? You, like, yeah, put them on like, a pedestal. I, I hook up with them because, like, I really, really like them. And, like, I don't expect for them to just kind of be, like, hit and run, you know? And I know, but are you listening? Are you listening? listening? No, wait, you're not listening. You're, you're doing it. Like, first of all, you have to – I think you need to go to therapy, that's for sure. You're, can you afford therapy? Well, I've been to a counselor before. Here's the thing. Your dad wasn't in your life. Now you come on too strong with men. I mean, God, this is why I have a website called I'mBoyCrazy.com because my dad didn't say I love you enough. So for a long time, and that's why I started the blog, uh, anytime a guy would put his attention on me, I was so flattered. I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God, he chose me. I can't believe this guy chose me. I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give him a blowjob, I'm going to have sex with him, and he's going to love me. Like, how can he not love me? And then, then the dude gets his fucking blowjob, and he said all these nice things at first, and then he's gone. All right? It's because, okay. you, is that, does that sound familiar? Very much so. Well, well here's you, the thing. Here's, but hold on. Here's the thing. You're looking for your dad's love in every single guy that you meet, and they're not your dad. Your happiness is not some dude's responsibility. You need to take care of yourself and parent yourself and, and be nice to yourself, you know, first. You have to love yourself. And I know it sounds so fucking cheesy and retarded and ridiculous. I apologize, but it just is what it is. Because here's the deal. Like, you need to get yourself to a healthy place before you meet a guy who's going to treat you nicely. You know? Because basically, like, letting some dude, and I'm, I've learned this already. I don't know how this I, how I just learned this not that long ago. I, recently I learned. I don't want to let just some fucking random dude that I don't know very well, that I meet on a first date or at a bar, I don't want to let him fuck me. I'm too special. Are you fucking kidding me? No way. I'm gonna, I, am I going to let some fucking strange dude I just met, yeah. like, go down on me? Or I'm going to put his dick in my mouth? No fucking way. Well, you shouldn't be here. Alexi, it's like every single time that I did, like, hook up with someone, like, since I've been single. Okay, oh, my gosh. Ever since I've been single, I hooked up with, like, three dudes. And this one dude, I mean, gosh, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But go ahead. I get it, though, but I I know you're going to get into specifics about the one dude and how he was, you know, and get into all the details and why that was special or why that was different or why this was its own case, but it's not its own case. Every relationship you have is going to look like its own specific relationship and it's all they're all separate, but they're not. They're all the same. You're giving yourself over to a guy because you want his approval and love and then he doesn't give it to you and then you're disappointed. And it's exactly what happened when you were little because your dad was in fucking jail and wasn't there for you and that's fucked up of him and I'm sorry you even had to go through that. That's not you know, you have to deal with that now, the emotional like repercussions of that, but it's not your fault. But now you have to jump in and use logic and take control of your own life, you know, because that's what I had to do because I'm dealing with the same shit you are except I'm just further along in, in the process of healing myself, you know? Yeah. 
So listen to me. Like, take a, take a break. Okay, can I just I, – I'm on a rant, so I hope I'm not boring you. Am I? Is this okay? No. You're cool. You're the awesomest. Just, just listen to me. You have to know. Okay, just be single. Don't make out with any guys. Don't go out looking for guys. Hang out with girlfriends. I don't know if you have any. Maybe you don't. You probably don't because you probably like guys better, right? True. Yeah. And, you know, that's what the problem is. Like, right now, as we speak, I'm, like, hanging out with this guy that's, like, I know he's trying to get in my pants, but I'm trying to make it clear to him, like, look, I'm not, I just want a friendly, just have a drink and talk. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not interested in you, but he keeps trying and he, you know, try to kiss okay. me. But listen, listen to me, listen to me. So there you have your answer. God, this guy, like, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck him. I just want him to be my friend, but he, like, keeps trying. Okay, cool. You just want a friend? He keeps trying to fuck you? Stay away from him. Next, don't date anybody right now. Like, here's my homework to you if you can handle it, if this doesn't annoy the shit out of you. Okay. Don't make out with any any dude. Try to not drink uh, for, like, a few weeks or just go out with girlfriends or make some girlfriends. Look for a job. Go online and start looking for a job in the place where you want to live. If, if it's the West Coast, start looking. Don't fucking stay anywhere out of fear. You're 24. You're, like, so young. You know what I mean? No, just to listen. And, like, and go to therapy, all right? Don't let fucking random dudes in your vagina write a specific list of, of all the character, character traits you want in a guy. He makes me laugh. I make him laugh. He respects me. I respect him. Uh, all this stuff, like he's tall, you know, physical attributes and emotional and character attributes, like write it all out and don't give yourself away to people so easily. You're like a prize. You're special. You have to take care of yourself. You have to be like the parent to yourself that you didn't have when you were little. My God, if you look at, like, if you look at a photo of yourself, go find a photo of yourself. I don't know if you have one. Go find yeah. a photo of yourself. Go find a photo of yourself. Okay, good. Um, I'm glad you have one. But go find a photo of yourself when you were like four or five or six years old or a baby. And you look at that picture of the little version of you. Can you imagine some fucking 24-year-old dude sticking their dick in the little baby you? Oh, my gosh. Can you fucking believe that? I know. It's disgusting. But you have to imagine, treat yourself like you're your daughter. You're so precious. Like, figure out... Figure out what read read books, take baths, make girlfriends, go to lunch, take a cooking class, cook food at your house, go to the grocery store, be nice to yourself, figure out what kind of person you want to to manifest that will love you. You know, somebody good that respects you, that's great. Not some fucking dude who's gonna abandon you who just thinks you're a piece of like, you know, this fucking vagina. I, you know what I mean? Like what? I'm just, like, looking for an explanation of, like, why he's acting the way he is because I feel like I haven't done anything wrong. Because he's not – listen, you're not right for him, and you're being desperate, and it, and he can feel it. People can sense, like, you need him too much. You're being too needy. You're being too desperate. You need to start – turn inward and look at yourself and just spend some alone time with yourself. You know what I mean? Like – you can't get what you need from another person, and you're putting that out there. And whether you know it or not, people can vibe it. They can feel it. And I try to put myself on isolation, but I just can't. Like, this guy, it just, well, you know what? I left my bottle of wine at this house, and we never cracked it open. And I was trying to ask for, you know, if he had it listen, still. And he basically listen, never Listen, listen, listen. I, I got to go take another call, but listen to me. None of that matters. Drop, let it go. Let it go. 
The guy's not happening. Let it go. I'm going to take another phone call, but you have to listen. Like, listen to this back. I'm I'm like, get it. Put it, download it to your iTunes, this, this episode of Boy Crazy Radio. Listen to what I said. Forget the dude. Wine bottle. No wine bottle. I, I've left my sweater there. It's crazy. There's a barrette or a bandana. I have to go get it. Uh, next. He's not for you. Spend time with yourself. This is about your shit, not him. He's probably a shithead. He probably is a shithead. He's probably a piece of shit, loser dude. But that's beside the point. You you found him, okay? And it starts from you. Work on yourself. Get over your daddy issues. It's hard. But just, like, cover up your vagina don't go out looking for dudes. Just be nice to yourself and treat yourself like you're your own daughter. And just, like, you be picky. You have to be picky. Don't just give yourself away to anybody. So, like, just take a little break. Listen to what I said on the rebroadcast. Okay. Okay, I know it's tough, but you can handle it. I love you, even though I sounded like an asshole, but I meant it. I wasn't being an asshole. You're the awesomest. You're the best, Alexi. I love you, too. Thank you. And call me if you need me, and, and I'm here for you, but I can totally relate to what you're going through. And, and just, okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. All right, I'm taking another phone call. Area code. Area code. Yike. Oh, my God, I'm on a rant. I'm not even mad tonight. I'm just passionate. I'm I'm fueled with passion. Um, ugh, gross. That sounded really gross. All right, area code 951. Hello? Hello, who's this? Amber, this is so weird. <laughs> How come? Why is it so weird? No, just because I read your blog and I'm like a fan, so it's like weird to talk to you. Oh, my God. Well, and I never I thought I would call. Like, I was near, yeah, I just never thought I would call. I never I'm thought so I would have anything. Huh? Yes? <laughs> Hello? You never thought you'd have the what? I never thought I would have, like, any reason to call and then like all this like shit went down and I was like oh my god I need to call like this is perfect I'm so glad you called well how old are you and where are you calling from um I'm 19 calling from good old California oh my goodness oh where in California (laughs) San Diego San Diego okay what is up with you what's going on I'm on a rant rage tonight okay keep going what's up perfect um so this whole thing went down where I, well, there's like a million backstories to it, but basically met a dude, fell in love, um, broke up, but then we're still doing like the weird, like we broke up, but we're like quote unquote best friends who still like go to parties and make out and then like tell each other we love each other. And then we like had this amazing New Year's in Vegas and then came back a week later, he was like, okay, I really think we should just try and be friends. And then it's weird because we hang out with the same group of people. Well, they were my friends, and then, like, he, like, adopted them as his new friends. And so it was mm-hmm. just really awkward, and he started, he and my best girlfriend started, like, texting and talking a lot, and um, she would, like, always go over at his house, hanging out with him and his roommates, and I was just like, dude, what's going on? Like, that's kind of fucked up. And she's like, oh, I don't want to get in the middle. I don't want to have to choose between you and him because we're all really good friends. And I'm like, no, like, it doesn't work that way. He broke up with me. He's the one that needs to leave, not me. You guys were all my friends first. Like, why are you making this hard for me? Anyway, flash forward three months later, 
they're now like officially boyfriend and girlfriend and moving to Portland together. And she has a two-year-old kid. And I'm just like mind fucked by this whole thing. And I don't even okay, know. Like, so, all right. So, so here's the deal. You guys broke up, agreed to be friends. Um, well, then he, uh, okay. So hold on. Let me just see if I get this straight. You guys broke up, agreed to be friends. He continued hanging out with the friends that he made through you during your relationship. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, you, you, uh, then he started talking to one of your girlfriends or a girlfriend of your girlfriend. What my best friend. Wait, she's your best friend or your best friend's friend? My best friend. Oh, you said she was a girlfriend of your friend. No, my best friend. <laughs> Who was okay, there for so, me during the whole breakup. Okay, so you left that part out at the beginning, or I don't I didn't catch it. Okay, so you guys broke up, then he started hanging out with your best friend. She said she didn't want to have to choose. You were like, You better choose, bitch and then and then uh three months later she already has a two year old child and now they're moving to Portland together? Yeah. All right, here's what you need to do. You need to, I'm saying this to everybody because I have to, to take this advice too. <gasps> the thing is I kind of already made my, like, the thing that pisses me off is nothing has been addressed. All our friends know they're being completely shady and shitty, but they continue to hang out with them. Nobody, like, both of them have not come forth and, like, apologized or even, like, nothing, like, even said, like, I don't give a shit. Like, this is what we're doing. Like, we're, okay. you know, like, I get, no, I get there's been no communication at all. And, like, I'm taking it. the rose. I get it. I get it. I get it. And here's what I'm saying. There's nothing you can do. He's not your boyfriend anymore. It sucks. You can either, like, you know, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You just have to. It's well, all. yeah, that's what I've, like, I've come to the conclusion that, like, I'm, okay. like, a fabulous human being and I'm just going to like take the high road. And then like a thing that just annoyed me because I've been like doing this whole, like get on with it. Like I I don't even live in the same city as them any, like, so it's easy because I can like find things to do that they haven't, Uh you know, been a part of because it's a different city. And, um, the last thing I told him, um, He's also in a band, and before he went on tour, like, the last time we talked was, like, three months ago, and I was like, I hate you. I wish I'd never met you. You fucked everything up. Never got a response. And then, like, two weeks ago, um, I got a text message from him saying, how you been? Like, and I just wanted to write back, like, fuck off. Like, are you kidding me? The nerve of you to, like, try and find out what I'm doing with my life? Listen, all this, you're feeling all this stuff, but, like, I'm just going to take it to a whole different level because I know you're feeling all this stuff and this is real and I don't want to sound like an asshole because I'm I'm not meaning to because I totally know what you're talking about and it sucks and you're like, what the fuck? I can't believe it. And then this happened and then this happened and all this stuff. And then you're like, yeah. There's not here. The, the, the deal is, you it, it is really hard to do, but what you need to do is you just need to like go, all right, okay, it's fine. It's out of my control. It's all good. Like you need to make peace with all of this by yourself because you can tell me every little tiny detail, nuance, every smiley face, emoticon, yeah, detail yeah. of every text message. But honestly, you have to let it go. Like, it doesn't concern you anymore. It sucks. But also, like, it shouldn't, if you, you know, let's try to pretend you're most, the most evolved person in the world. What you need to do is you need to let it go. 
actually wish him well and his friend and his new girlfriend, your friend. Don't hate any of them. It just happens. Shit gets sloppy oh, in yeah, life. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, okay. I'm totally. Right, let, me just, let me just. Okay, wait. I just want to finish my advice really quick. But I, I mean, if you call. What? Oh no, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Oh no. Oh no, no. I mean, I'm just like, I want to hear what you have to say. I, I, we have five more minutes of the show, but I, I'm, I don't know if I should keep going with the advice or if you want to add one more thing. No, keep going. I'm just saying that you have to like, let it go. You have to like. And and if and 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 because mainly the, the person that's getting affected by this, the only person who matters right now who's affected by all this, is you. Because like, and if the goal is like, if you're calling me right now, like I don't give a fuck about that guy and his girlfriend. I don't care about your ex and his new girlfriend. I care about you. I want you to feel better. So like, and if I'm hearing you like all his, like not hysterical, you're not hysterical, but there's a lot of your energy is like going towards like. All this stuff. Oh my God! Like, let's. It's a shitty situation. Nobody wants to be in this situation. It sucks. I've been in this situation. I've I've put boyfriends through this situation and like dated their friend. It's horrible. I've been on both sides of it. Let's make you feel better. You need to stay really busy. You need to like breathe. I'm gonna. Say, you need to like take a bath. You need to try, try like you need to like take an Epsom salt hot bath. Hang out with your friends with your other friends that you're probably mad at because they still talk to to, you know, your ex and the new girlfriend. But you know what? You can just say, hey, I know what's going on. I know you're still friends with them. It kind of sucks, but do you want to go see a movie? Do you want to – I mean, you can make a decision to cut all these people out of your life, or you can make a decision to just walk through it and go, shit happens, it's life. I'm 19. It's going to be a long life, I hope, unless you die first. But hopefully it will be like a long <laughs> life. You live till you're 100, and maybe you'll laugh about it with your ex and your ex-best friend later. But – so let's just make it so, like, just breathe. People fuck up. It sucks. But just stop being so angry and crazy on the inside because now, think, focus on you. You're single. Now you can get all these yeah. people back by uh, taking over the world and becoming, like, really successful oh, yeah. in something you can do. So, like, here's an exercise for you. Watch a ton of movies. Take Epsom salt baths. Go out to a bunch of clubs. Uh, you know, flirt with a bunch of dudes. You're single. You can be, like... This goes against my last advice to the girl who's looking for father, like, daddy, like, validation from every guy. But I don't know if you have that problem, but if you don't, go out, flirt with people. You're single. Now you can be with whoever you want. So none of this should really affect you because the relationship was over anyway, you know? Yeah. It's it's an ego thing. Like, this is all about your ego. Like, oh, my God, my best friend. Like, I feel like I've been betrayed because I told her all this shit. And then she's dating him? She's fucking him? What the fuck? Like, this is crazy. (laughs) But you know what? Who cares? He's not your boyfriend anymore anyway. It could have been somebody else. It would have been, it would suck, but it sucks a little harder because it's your friend, but they'll break up too or something weird will happen. But whatever. Wish them well. Be loving in your thoughts. Be nice about them. And then just ignore. And then do your own thing. Because you only have a certain amount of energy. I'm getting all fucking spiritual or whatever. Sorry. But uh, <laughs> you, only, you only have a certain amount of energy in your system, you know? And if you fucking give all that energy to being pissed and getting into all the nitty-gritty, rigmarole, details, bullshit details of the fucking drama about your ex-boyfriend, you can't fucking put that energy into being super successful or, you know, taking care of your body or or flirting with a new person or having adventures. Like, just make a whole list of all these crazy adventures you want to have this week. Do a bunch of fun shit. Like, I did a bunch of fun shit. I talked about it earlier about, like, you know, going to Disneyland and go to a Laker game and flirting with dudes and all this shit. 
Well, we got 90 I more admire seconds people that can go into public alone, well, so that well, was hang, awesome. Hang out. You're going to be fine. Just ignore this. Wish them well. Don't let all this hate fucking eat you up inside. Like, it's, I got 90 more seconds of the show, so I'm going to wrap it up, but just right. ignore. It, it sucks, but take a breath, and you have me to be your annoying older sister. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking my call. It was really cool to talk to you. It was cool to talk to you, too. You might have to listen back because uh, I talked a lot, but I love you. I love you too, thanks. Okay, bye, Amber. Oh, my God, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio. It went super fast because I had a lot to say to to all four people I talked to, all three people I talked to. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by boycrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I might have a sexy, adorable band boy guest. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy, and you can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes, I know. And you know what? I don't care what everybody else says about you. I love you. Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gig for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gig for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee, credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer land 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.